when you're in that creative sphere, you get an appreciation for the work that other people do. It's like some people that may not be involved in those things, they might see that like, oh, that's cool. But like, it just doesn't hit them that it took them eight hours of filming and 16 hours of editing to produce that, you know what I'm saying? Just hypothetically, but it's just like, it just gives you such an appreciation for the work that's out in the yeah, world. Yeah, the creativity of others. For sure. Welcome back to Run the Layers. I'm your host, Creative Bobby. And on this episode, I am honored to have the Jacksons with me here from Jack's Making It Home on YouTube. Raja and Shannon, how are y'all doing today? I'm great. Yes, we're both doing very well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. You know, survive snowmageddon here in Stillwater, Oklahoma. So it's now, you know, no snows on the ground. It's clear skies. You know, it's all right. It's good. We finally got rid of some snow and it hit like 50 degrees over here. So it, it felt like summertime. I was almost, <laughs> almost tempted to go out in some shorts, but I decided not to. <laughs> I hate winter, but after that, I'm like, yo, it's going to be 60. What? Oh, man, it's summertime out here. Right. <laughs> But yeah, it's great to have y'all on. And with this podcast, I want to like explore all different types of creativity. So with the guests I have on here, I want to like have people from different walks of life. So I, you know, fan of the YouTube channel and fan of you guys individually and your creative pursuit. So what I want to do is start here. What do you feel creativity is? What do you think when you hear that word and how are you using it in your life? Before we jump into that, we just wanted to say thank you for having us on here. Um, just definitely an honor and a privilege. You're one of the dopest people that we know. You and, are the um, man. You are the design goat. So <laughs> definitely thank you. But um, going into creativity, you want to jump into that? So yeah, for me, it's really simple. It is just an outward expression of oneself. That's my, my simple definition. I like it. And I, I would maybe go a little deeper on that and it's just not necessarily something that has to be on there, but I would just say that it's unique to that individual or group and uh, it could be utilized to communicate and or entertain. Yeah. That's dope, that's dope. So like, how, how do you take that into what you do in your everyday life? Yeah, so um, with our everyday life right now, Jack's Making It Home plays like a huge role for us. Um, so Jack's Making It Home, for those that don't know, it's a lifestyle platform that we started on our anniversary, which is July 11th in 2017. So this year will be coming up on four years. And uh, we produce content with an emphasis on home improvement, cooking, and also traveling. Uh, you wanna go into a little more detail on that? Yes, so with Jack's Making It Home, there are two really dope concepts that stand out for us. The first being that we get to learn and engage with the community that has been established around just the content that we share, that is one of the coolest things. But- and like um, she said, like, it's literally one of the coolest things. Like <laughs> we really, I really feel like we learn more from the people Absolutely. as we put things out and we're, we're getting that feedback and things like that. We learn more than we put out. So like that love is always reciprocated. Absolutely. And then the second coolest thing is the creativity. So we are able to be creative in such diverse ways, both in terms of modality and medium. 
So going over those three kind of core components of Jack's making at home, when it comes to home improvement projects, we're literally able to create physically with our hands, building things oftentimes out of wood, using um, heavy duty <laughs> machinery and tools, uh, staining the wood projects or painting them. Yeah, I promise I'm not trying to take over your podcast, but what is your favorite project that we've done so far? My favorite project, my favorite project is um, home improvement project is the dining room table. Raja built our dining room table and I think it's absolutely gorgeous. It's one of the most functional pieces mm. that we've built. Yeah, we definitely use it quite a bit. Um, Shannon found this table that was online and uh, she got inspired by it. It was like $1,800 and I'm very frugal. So if I can <laughs> save a buck or two, I'm, I'm going to save it. So uh, I was like, we're going we to figure out how to build this. And we ended up building it for like a little over $400. So that was definitely dope. Yeah. So then we have, um, you know, we're determining the tools and materials we want to use with our home improvement projects. When it comes to cooking, we're being creative with finding new recipes. Sometimes those new recipes call for ingredients and utensils we've never used before. And then sometimes we're trying to recreate recipes, but do it in a way that doesn't compromise taste or flavor, such as if we're trying to make something healthier. Or when, more unhealthy. Or more unhealthy, which <laughs> we tend we to often. do as, as well. And then lastly, with travel, um, we're creative in how we design the trips that we take. One example of that is that sometimes when we get to a certain destination, we um, could just simply drive in a car or fly on a plane, but we may want to build this new experience. So we choose to, our one of our last trips, we chose to take an overnight train. You are telling um, us stories. We haven't so put that out yet. We haven't put that out, but stay tuned <laughs> for the vlog. But yeah, so it, it's cool that we're able to be creative in those diverse ways, right? Yeah, for sure. And um, another beautiful thing is that we get to utilize some of our creative strengths. Um, so with me personally, I have photography and videography that I've been growing with since 2008. And that's obviously plays a big part within Jack's Make It Home when it comes to putting things on social media, uh, the recording of the video. So it definitely plays a huge part. And then, of course, what you got going on. Yeah, and I have a communications agency. So I get to exercise that muscle um, when it comes to the projects that we do with Jack's Making It Home. So there's just, I mean, the creativity doesn't doesn't <laughs> stop. It's endless, which we we were really fortunate to be able to I mean, that, that's into. why y'all are on this podcast. Y'all are killing yeah. it in so many <laughs> different ways. And like... Y'all got me watching y'all. I'd be like, yo, I don't know how to do that, but they are entertaining and they know how to do it. So let me see what's up, what they're doing. And also it's like seeing people, there's another part of this podcast is seeing people that I know doing things. And it's like yeah. each of us having our own like niche or our own way of doing things and expressing ourselves. Cause y'all are doing things that I want more people to do, which is, tapping into that creativity and doing it specifically like outside of the nine to five grind. Cause mm -hmm. a lot of people just go to work, come home, go to work, come home and that's it. But mm -hmm. a lot of people have a lot of passions and a lot of things they want to say, a lot of things they want to do, a lot of things they want to teach, but they don't do it. So I want to like encourage everybody that's, you know, within the sound of my voice to do that and pursue that. And it's definitely something that you have to make a priority. And that's something that we're continually growing with and learning ourselves. And uh, you just have to put it, if it's not in the for forefront, just put it close to the forefront. So you just make sure that you are expressing and utilizing that creativity. Absolutely, absolutely. 
So with using that creativity, what is the favorite, what's your favorite creation that you've done? And what is your favorite creation by someone else? Okay. Um, so for someone else, I don't, I don't think I have just one favorite uh, creation, but anything that's done creative, cre creatively, <laughs> <laughs> I can't speak on a podcast, but anything that's done creatively that um, invokes emotion or your senses are things that resonate with me across the spectrum, I would say. Yeah, and I'm also inspired by a lot. I, I don't know if I have a favorite. And I'm one of those people who like, I'm, I always say like, you can't have multiple favorites. It's just one favorite. Or you can't have multiple best friends. It's just one best friend. But like, when it comes to this question, I think I have, I think I have a lot of favorites. But um, Which what... is why I didn't <laughs> choose a favorite because he often says that. Yeah, but um, <laughs> so I'm going to kind of contradict myself here. But uh, from a media aspect, one movie that comes to mind is uh, Inception. I just really appreciate the depth and the layers within it. Um, it took a lot of thinking and work to produce that movie. And uh, it's literally one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, what I'll go a little deeper into is this, um, this short film on YouTube. It's by Peter McKinnon and um, it's entitled The Bucket Shot. It's about 20 minutes long. So if you haven't seen it, just go ahead and check it out. I definitely recommend it. Uh, he just go, he does an incredible job at storytelling. He just goes from his childhood to his introduction to videography and photography. And uh, it ends with him just chasing his bucket list shot at Moraine Lake. And um, I just really appreciate the work that went into producing this video. And I also related a lot to life in general. So the entire short film, again, it revolves around him wanting this bucket list shot, right? Uh, which I would tie to or relate to a goal that you want to achieve in your life. Mm -hmm. uh, so he's chasing after this shot that he has uh, the snow on the mountains from winter, but the lake hasn't frozen over yet. Again, this is in Canada. Um, the lake hasn't frozen over yet, and it's still blue from the summer and early fall. And this is not a common thing at this location. And he's been chasing this shot for like eight years at this point. So um, he's visited the park to complete some work that he had, um, just some relative tasks that he has for his job. And uh, he ran into a guy who lived in the area. And he, uh, he said that the guy that he met, he said that he had never seen the lake and the mountains in those conditions at the same time. Mm. So that's like that individual that uh, their words and or actions could discourage you, you know, or says, or they say your goals or dreams are too far-fetched and you just unreal, you know, unrealistic. So he does his work, he completes everything. He goes back home to Toronto, which is on the other side of Canada, on the other side of the country. And uh, about two weeks later, he gets a text message from that guy that he met. And the gentleman, uh, he sent a picture showing the exact conditions that Peter was looking for for his bucket list shot. And um, so he's kind of blown by this. He goes to show his wife the picture, you know, the text message, and he explains that, you know, he's upset. He just missed his shot, like just missed his window of opportunity. He was just there less than 14 days ago. He then checks his weather app on his phone. He realizes that he has a two-day window. If he left the next day, flew back across the country, so that's exactly what he did. He left the next day, went back across the country, back to Banff National Park. Um, the first day that he arrived, it was nothing but rain and fog. So that day was a wash. The next day, he woke up really, really early. He drove through the dark, arrived at the lake. This was the most photographed place in Canada. So it's flooded with photographers. Again, another thing that's just working against him to accomplish his goal. As the sun starts to rise, everyone could then see it. They could see the lake. But the issue was that the fog still had not left, shot was impossible. So the, the photographers, they start trickling out 
but with it being his last day, Peter and his friends, they hung out by the lake, just chilled, you know, had some coffee. And then what seemed impossible happened. Um, there was a slight break in the fog. He ran up to the vantage point. He got his shot. And like, I think it just like, again, it just relates back to life. And it just took him stepping out on faith, believing in himself and chance and being patient, but in the end goal achieved. So that's definitely one thing that somebody else created that stands out to me. Mm. That is that is dope. Cause I think I've I've because I know Peter McKinnon and I've watched I've watched his video. So mm -hmm. I know I know who you're talking about. And I want to say like I've seen like a Instagram or something of him talking about it, but I haven't seen like the whole film. So I, I definitely I definitely check that out. And also, fun fact, Inception is my favorite movie of all time. Like hey. that's <laughs> that's my one. Cause it's like hey. like I'm like cause uh me and my girlfriend like we'll watch tv and she comments on how we watch tv differently because like when i'm watching tv or i'm watching a movie like i'm like looking at the philosophical how how does this relate to life and stuff like that and she's like i'm just trying to watch this movie like i'm just trying to watch like you're breaking it down like yeah because I, I like to get into that the the gears and see how this works and exceptions like it hits everything for me because i like high concept like i like it has the action and for me, it's like, oh. if you present a concept that's like, that that I have to think about, like I like things, cause I can watch stuff that's just like, you know, just for fun. But the stuff that really sticks with me is the stuff that's like, yeah, it's like, how does this work? So I definitely really like that. Shutter Island for me. Mm. Shutter Island is another good one for me. I've heard but, of that, um, check that out. <laughs> His other question was, what, give it to me again. I think it was a favorite creation by us. Yeah, what's what what have you guys created that's like your favorite? Um, I think it's safe to say we have two favorite videos on Jack's Making at Home. And what's ironic is that I created and conceptualized one of them and Raja did the other. So mm -hmm. I guess I'll talk about mine and you can talk about yours. Cool. Um, so for me, it's our intro video. It's the first video we ever shot, but I really like it because um, I watch it. Oftentimes I look back on things that we created earlier on and, you know, I kind of cringe <laughs> sometimes because I'm like, oh, we it's didn't really, growth. yeah, look at the growth. We didn't really know what we were doing, but I actually still love that video. And I think that says a lot for it to be our very first video and for me to still um, be in love with it. And it goes into the fact that we were intentional with how we conceptualized the video um, before doing it. And I just, I like it because I think it still encompasses what our channel represents. I was kind of thinking about the fact that the channel is about to be, the YouTube channel is about to be four years old. And I was like, man, we need a new intro video. And I watched the video again. And I said, this pretty much still hits on all <laughs> cylinders. So in the fact that it's, it's concise, um, but it tells the story, I think, um, in a way that is visually appealing um, and just well laid out. It's it's just always been one of my favorites and still is to this day. For sure. And, and the reason behind one of my favorites is much of the same. For me, it's, it was our West Coast trip. We did a recap video for it. Um, what we were doing in the beginning, like when we would take a vacation, we would have the West 
sorry, we would have some type of vacation and then we would just do one recap video. And the uh, format that we're doing now is that we'll have like a smaller general recap video and then we'll have daily vlogs. So um, back then we were doing the one video and the, with the West Coast uh, video, we flew out to South, Salt Lake City. We had a road trip from there. We went to various cities and national parks. We hit up uh, Yellowstone National Park, Grand Teton National Park, Zion National Park, Bryce Canyon. Uh, we went to Havasu Pay. We went to Vegas, we went to LA. So it was like a really, really dope trip. We just, we just explored the West Coast. But with the video recap, in my opinion, like it was just as dope as the trip. Um, we just did a lot of pre-planning, like Shannon said, and just laying out and visualizing what we wanted. So then when we actually got there, we took those necessary shots. So then like one of the issues that I run into now is that when we go back and edit videos, like, dang, I wish we would have had, you know, a certain, a, a certain shot. shot. But when mm -hmm. you visualize and conceptualize before you get into what you want to do, you already know exactly what you want to do. Yeah. So those, those are definitely our favorites for the, for that reason. And it, we look at some of the other videos and think about like what could have been. Mm -hmm. um, and I joke with Raja, uh, some of the cooking videos I think are so simple that I really underestimate the purpose and importance of planning ahead of time. And then we're shooting and I'm rambling and something that could have been a five minute video is now a 20 minute video. Um, and editing it is just a headache and a nightmare. So anyhow, those are our favorites. And I think the proof is in the pudding as to why. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. That's really dope. Like Shannon, like seeing seeing things that you did like a while ago, like later on is a trip. I recently had that experience on Facebook. Facebook put like a memory <laughs> up of some old design I did. And I was like, ugh. ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Scare yourself a little bit. What was that? Absolutely. And, the, and the crazy thing is like you thought it was dope then. yeah at the time it's like oh i'm killing the game but now you're like oh exactly. that is oh so that it makes is, you think how we're gonna react five years from now <laughs> it's just like man i was like man but then it's like like you said like the growth like the growth there and like being that's what it's all about i like be like the intentionality of things because i think I that's something i had to definitely learn one, well, first, it's like making the decision to do the thing, like whatever that thing is, is making the decision to do it. And then learning the intentionality of it, where it's like, like those, like so simple videos, like I see videos all the time on YouTube, you know, I've become some somewhat of a YouTube monster in 2020, you know, with the whole pandemic going on, but like, yeah, nothing but time. And I'm like, I'm looking at how like a lot of cooking stuff, a lot of like even like people who are talking about like minimalism or then people talking about different concepts just because I'm fascinated by how people present ideas. So it's like right. something you think is simple, but then you're not the person creating that thing. So you don't know like how much it goes into doing that simple video. Sure. Absolutely. And I think like with creativity, there's definitely some forms of it that happen best or you get the best result when you're spontaneous. But we've learned that with the form of video yeah. and us in particular, <laughs> it's best when we conceptualize ahead of time. And it also, again, going back to what we were talking about when it was just like your favorite creation from somebody else, when you're in that creative sphere, you get an appreciation for the work that other people do. Yeah. It's like some people that may not be involved in those things, they might see that like, oh, that's cool. But like, it just doesn't hit them that it took them eight hours of filming and 16 hours of editing 
to produce that. You know what I'm saying? Just hypothetically, but it's just like, it just gives you such an appreciation for the work that's out in the yeah, world. Yeah, the creativity of others. For sure. Like like scenes where if people are kind of presenting it, like a vlog where like, I just see, oh, they're talking and then, oh, that's a cool voiceover. Oh, that's cool B-roll. Oh, that's nice how all that came together. But like, you don't right. know how long it took them to be like, okay, this has to be the shot. When I say this, this needs to happen. Right. So I need these 15 shots at these intervals. Yeah. And then if you incorporate music, you gotta, you want, sometimes you want the exactly. music to hit at a certain time. So you gotta have, well, I need to talk for this amount of time. So the beat hits. You got it. <laughs> yeah, that's why I love the, the name of your podcast, Run the Layers, because there's so, so many layers. layers. <laughs> so many. <laughs> and, and it was. We, we it know was it's a, a play on Adobe, right? We know that we get the play on Adobe products, but we're like, this is just, this podcast name is dope and on so many levels. There's so many layers. Because I was, because the, fir the first thing I said, like, as a joke, like, I was thinking, because I think I had just listened to the second or third Run the Jewels album. Okay. And I was like, oh, I could do something called Run the Layers. I think it, because this started out like I was doing like a video series. It was like basically my, I'm actually going to be serious on YouTube this time thing, where I was like doing like little short videos. And then I kind of like fell off of it for a little bit. And then when I came back to it last year, I was like, okay, you've been talking about, you've in your head, you've been thinking about this podcast idea, but you haven't had the confidence to do it yet. But now you got Anchor, you got like all these different technologies you can use to make it super easy. So it's like, okay, so what's the, what is your excuse now? Oh, now since everybody's on Zoom, because I never used Zoom before 2020. So I was like, oh, well, it's a record feature. Oh, so there's literally no excuse for you not to do this. So just yeah. do the thing. And plus you get to design stuff, which is, I've learned that sometimes I have to, because like I'm a naturally introverted, don't really need attention type person. But sure. the thing I've learned, especially in the past like few years is, I'll be really passionate about seeing something happen, whether that's like as small as a logo or as big as like trying to inspire somebody to do something. And it's right. like, sometimes that thing you want will outweigh the fear or the anxiety right. or the self doubt that you have in yourself to accomplish it. It's like, I'm not comfortable doing this, but <laughs> if I don't do this, this really cool thing I wanna see happen is not gonna happen, so. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. totally totally and we definitely appreciate you you know just going out on that limb and, and taking that jump like i said with the peter mckinnon thing like you just have to have that faith and step out on it and just believing in yourself and chance and being patient because everything you know it works together that's facts that's facts so my so my last two questions for you guys is what have you been wanting to create like what's that thing that you want to create and what's stopping you from creating it well the thing is easy it's a website <laughs> 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 yeah, that's funny because that's like, oh, no brainer. Um, website, website, website. Uh, and for us, we actually have a website that is partially created. Uh, we have the domain for it. Um, but we are just scratching the surface with getting consistent mm -hmm. um, with posting the YouTube videos and posting on social media in terms of um, Instagram and 
haphazardly on Facebook. We need to, <laughs> we probably need to get a little bit better with that. Um, and so we talked a little bit earlier about how you have to put your passions to the forefront or near the forefront. Well, we both do have um, other jobs outside of Jack's making it home. And so before we, you know, we have all these ideas, but yeah. we're like, we really need to exercise our consistency muscle and yeah. and commit and um, be intentional. I, I really would like to say what's stopping us is that we don't have enough time, but we will never have more time, right? None of us will ever have more time. It's just being able to be very deliberate with how you're using your time um, and intentional about what we're doing with the time we have. And discipline. And discipline. So I can't, we can't really blame it on time. Yeah. We just have to say that right now, because we're just now starting to build some discipline around posting on YouTube and Instagram. We want to be consistent in that before we delve into uh, another platform. Yeah, because like with the website, of course, we want to share the things that we're doing, but we're also considering like having like a blog type feel with it. So that kind of, again, is going to take even more time. So we just kind of, we're going to get there, but we just got to step out on faith and knock it out. We got to be consistent, be intentional, be disciplined and just make it happen. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, my man, being consistent on YouTube is definitely, that's been a struggle for me. And I'm like on the way there. So it's like, uh, but I definitely, I definitely get that. And then the social media thing, because like, especially on a video platform, it's, it's like the combination of you're trying to be consistent on a video platform. You have a whole bunch of ideas and you're trying to promote the things you already did. So <laughs> if you're like a, cause like, I know for me, it's like, okay, so did a video. Okay. That video is out now. Okay. Now I need to tell people, oh, wouldn't it be cool right. if I had like video clips from the video and then send them to the thing. Okay. Well now I got to produce the video. <laughs> so now, <laughs> yeah. so, yeah, so you, now. Produce for, you produce for YouTube, then you have to produce for Instagram, then you have to produce for your website and for, you know, um, this is why people pay people to do it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or they just, yeah, or they just find that that work ethic, I guess. Yeah. So we're we're somewhere in the balance, but eventually, maybe we'll put it out there that this year, you know, maybe Ooh. maybe that'll help light a fire under Stepping us. Out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, like it's it, it's it's great to like because the, the the funny thing about it is a lot of people are like are afraid to start things, like a lot of people are afraid to make a YouTube channel or or start doing something, but the the funny part is the more you do it the more you okay that worked that didn't work okay like yeah you find the rhythm yeah you find the rhythm and then you like okay uh i can't put in my to-do list do video because i will drive myself crazy if that's the only line and if i if i can't check it off no i i have to put okay film this scene film this <laughs> even the and even the editing for me now it's like okay you know edit pass one where i'm just worried right. about the audio okay now let me go back and add the little effects and stuff and if i'm talking about something let me get this picture that talks about what i'm it's like a lot goes into it and then that's not even going into the social media where it's a whole different it's a whole different ball game of Roger, I made fun of me on the internet one time when I said I discovered yeah. cropping and uh, another day I was like, I could crop and Roger, I was like, come on, fam. 
You've been doing this too long. I'm like, listen, I just learned it. Okay. This is a game changer. Well, that's the <laughs> other thing. You bring up a good point though, because all of the digital platforms are ever evolving and yeah. doing so, so quickly. So as soon as you get one concept or method or algorithm, like once you learn one bit of it, it's changing. So, But along those same lines is like, with your applications, for instance, it's like the more you do them, the better you become. And sometimes yeah, the quicker that you can get things done. Like you learn those keyboard shortcuts and you can, you know, cut a little faster and you can add music a little quicker. And, you know, like you learn more, the quicker you get something. At the same time, it goes back and forth. Uh, yeah, it ebbs and flows, I guess. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. But I just am blessed to have y'all on this podcast. Thank y'all for Thank coming you. on. Thank you. And uh, tell the people where they can find you. So um, we're on Instagram, Facebook, Jack's Making It Home, um, YouTube, Jack's Making It Home, email, you can't really find us, but you can email us, <laughs> Jackson's with an S at jacksmakingithome.com. Um, is that everything? That's everything. And one day there will be a www.jacksmakingithome.com. There, there will be. There will be. <laughs> Claim that. One day soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank y'all for coming out and thank y'all for listening. Be sure to like, share, subscribe. Make sure you share it with your people. Subscribe to the podcast. Remember, as you go along in life, teach as you learn and inspire as you do. See you next time.